Like I think of a passage like Colossians says, put to death whatever is earthly in you. And then it goes on to list sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness. He's got a list. So what does he say? Does he say pray about it? No, he says put to death. So mm. we must be merciless executioners yeah. of the sin that we have inside. Now, the problem is our sin comes back to life, right? You kill it and it wants to live again and you kill it and you want, wants to live yeah. again and you kill it. You have to keep killing it. This is Fixed on Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome to Fixed on Jesus. My name is Rich and across from me is Mark Johnson. Hello. Fixed on Jesus is a podcast that's much like a raging river, just barreling down through a canyon. We've got white waters here and there, placid waters here and there and over there, but you never know what you're going to get. And so today, what are we talking about, Mark? Well, we're not talking about eroding your sense of humor with that water, but it's not a we sense are of talking humor about thing. That's just uh, a good metaphor, my friend. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> what do I do when it. I'm tempted? Well, what do you do when you're tempted? Okay, that's a great topic. Um, before we talk about that, I might need to bring something up that's a temptation to you, Mark. Is that right? It, it's this it's burgeoning, about to air it out. It's this burgeoning controversy in, well, within our legion of fans in Fixed on Jesus, the Fixed on Jesus podcast, which is growing by leaps and bounds. Ooh. And I even saw somebody with a hoodie that has a Fixed on <laughs> Jesus podcast on it. Anyway, there's a burgeoning controversy. I don't want to introduce division, but I just have to give a voice to it. And I've heard so many people have come to me that, I've got to just put this to all of us. This is a question that must be answered. Now, yes. I, I, I say it carefully because I don't want to overwhelm the internet. Yeah. You, you know, I want to be very careful here. Yeah. Uh, but it, it centers around when the devil took his trip to Georgia. From the I've, song? From the song, okay. the event. It's the song. Oh, it's the, an event. It's an event that the song <laughs> dictates. And so I'm sure, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's, it's doctrine. Anyway, so I've had many people come to me and say, they agree with me that the devil won. Yeah. And so we need to put this to a vote. Yeah. I mean, we need to, I mean, I think it, we need a straw poll. So we need people to weigh in who won, the yeah. devil or Johnny. You, who do you think won, Mark? I think, and, and I can't remember if we answer, if I answered on the, one of the previous well, what episodes, do you think today? but I, I think mean, today that the devil is a better musician. And that okay, he, that he's he a won. better musician. You think he won? I think he won. Okay, Heather, well, what do you think? Heather Corbett, I mean, I didn't introduce Heather, but she's, you know, the engine that makes everything She's behind go. the glass. Exactly. What do we think, Heather? Jet, devil or Johnny? Definitely a better musician. So did he, I mean, are we afraid to say the devil won? She goes, definitely a better musician. Did yeah. the devil win? The devil won. A little bit, yes. So our, our fixed on Jesus staff... Um, <laughs> pro devil we're all <laughs> we all said the devil won so what do you think and i talked to somebody yesterday he's like the devil won hands yeah. down so i'm just confused mr charlie daniels even though he's not with us anymore um you know i, I think the devil won so we can link the song um in in our notes and then can we, we do can that? email us i think we can yeah no maybe we not cannot do that we're, we're gonna probably sued. edit this we're not out. gonna sue but you can can they can put it in the google machine they can and look this up if you've yeah. never heard the song you can look it up and 
There I'm is sure a most bad, people do. There is a bad word in it that we do not condone. Yeah, so we we actually can put a poll on. If you listen to this on Spotify, there's a poll, and it, you're going to see this poll when this episode comes out of if Johnny won or if the devil won. So please vote if if that's your you know typical listening platform. Um, and if you haven't heard the song, you can, like Rich said, find it on the Google machine, find it well, on YouTube. And I also know there's a lot of people who don't like this tomfoolery before we get to the content of what we're talking about. Yeah. So for all of you that are now tuning in, what are we talking about again, Mark? <laughs> what does one do? Or in my case, what do I do when I'm tempted? Tempted. And before I asked that, I wanted to know, like, is temptation specifically, is it sin? Is, is it, it sin to be, to be tempted, tempted by yeah. sin? Yes. Yeah, that's a good question. I, no is a short answer. Yeah. So s- temptation is something that's common to everybody. All of us are tempted to sin in different ways, right? And so one of the things we need to realize, just to get even more basic about temptation and sin, is we need to know what's a sin and what's not. Yeah. Right? There are some things that are clearly sinful activities. And so we need to recognize what those things are. There are some things that are in gray area that are that are not necessarily sinful activities. And then there are other things that people have said, even Christians have said, are sinful activities that are in fact not. For example, in generations prior, it would have been Christians would have said it was sinful to read the paper on a Sunday morning. What's the paper? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's from prior generations. The newspaper is. It, oh, we newspaper. used to get our news not on the internet. Not on We'd Twitter. Get it, not on Twitter. We used to get our news on a piece of paper, and when wow. it would rain, that paper had to be in a plastic bag. I know you probably have no context for that. But I was a paper delivery boy, but beyond that, yeah, you're exactly. Right. Uh, other Christians from even prior generations from that long time ago would have said that wedding rings are of the devil, and so. We can say for sure that newspaper reading um, may be outdated, but it's not sinful. Uh, Wearing a wedding ring is not sinful, right? So we need to realize what is sinful. What are those things that are sinful? And so we all recognize, even as Christians, that we're going to be tempted to sin in different ways. Some of us are tempted to anger. Some of us are tempted to laziness. Some of us are tempted to overwork. Some of us are tempted to escapism when it comes to maybe video games, lust, uh, working too hard, taking vacations, going, you know, whatever, right? All of us are tempted in different ways. And so what we need to recognize first is what is a sin, Mm. right? And so then once we're clear on that, we need to recognize that we're going to be tempted. Yeah. Okay. So... As far as recognizing what's a sin, that's all something that can be found bibl- like in the Bible. Is yeah. there specific? Well, also like talk to talk to Christ- mature Christians. This is yeah. one of the reasons we need community. Right. You talk to somebody because sometimes I've talked to young believers who are all wrapped around the axle because they've been tempted in different ways that they feel like they sh- they shouldn't be. No temptation is uncommon. What is it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot. Go. Go ahead. Yeah, put me on the spot. I, I put myself on the spot. Right. Yeah, you uh, did. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Yeah, no it might have been an NIV that's, version. That's, that's a mix. That's a, a Mark Johnson Jr. version, but uh. that works. <laughs> but like it's basically the point of that is that— It's not unique to them. It's not unique. Yeah. And temptation, like especially for young or new believers, when temptation comes, it can feel like a failure. Right. I I can totally relate to that. It can feel like a failure because you think, man, I'm a Christian. I have the nature—I have Jesus Christ— in my life, I have the spirit indwelling within me. I shouldn't and I'm struggle failing. with this. Yeah. And I'm failing. That's just not true. Yeah. We're tempted in all kinds of different ways. And so temptation, 
changes over time, but I don't want people to be feeling condemned because they get tempted in any specific way. Temptation, just to summarize, is not sin, but acting on that temptation is. So that's the difference. That's the acting difference. Acting on it. Acting on that either mentally. Yeah. Physically. So some of it is verbally. mental. Absolutely. You can sin in your mind. You that's what I mean. In, in thought. Yeah. Thought, in deed, in word, in action. So to clarify, you're not just saying once it becomes deed, you can actually, temptation isn't sin, but you can still sin in thought. Sure. Thought, so word, deed, action. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So when it goes from a temptation to To thinking. acting on it. Right. And so when, when we're told to take our thoughts captive, these are mm. the kind of thoughts we take captive, yeah. right? You know, I'm going to say something really mean to this person sitting across the table. That's a temptation. I shouldn't do that. That's yeah. avoiding the temptation. That's a tough one because those are more impulsive. Right. I don't think I've ever consciously said, I'm going to say something really mean right no, now, but and then you don't still think did it. it. That sounds robotic, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like, oh, here's a comment that would be really funny and really inappropriate. Okay, I'm not going to say it. I, mean, no, we've I, all I do that, that every podcast recording. Yeah, exactly. Right. And all of us are grateful. And we can, <laughs> and we can also have Heather edit them out, and that's right. a lot of times yeah, what happens. We're not, exactly. I'm too risky to go live with. I'm yeah, too, you know. no, that's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, acting on that temptation is, so what do we do when we're tempted? How, yeah. do, we, how do we fight temptation, right? Yes. And so uh, the way to fight temptation, it, there's a lot of different tools. One is when you, one is you need to get good at recognizing temptation. Some of us, like we need to recognize what are the situations that we put ourselves in where we're going to be tempted. And we need sometimes not to put ourselves in those situations, not to trust ourselves with the ability. Like let's say someone struggles with alcohol. Don't trust yourself. I can take one drink. No, don't do it. Yeah. You know, but for someone else, that's not going to be a temptation. Right. Or maybe someone can say, you know what, I'm just going to play video games for 30 minutes. And then it turns out to be four days. Right. And so mm -hmm. like that is th how they feeling something behind the glass. That is that is like that's how it goes sometimes. Don't. So if you're tempted to waste time like that, don't don't even get in there. Don't yeah. push. That don't door open that open. door. Right. Yeah. And so we need to recognize what kind of situations cause us to stumble potentially and don't do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just a sort of a follow up to that. Um, you specifically mentioned instances where one is, you know, tempted to sin in some way. Is it fair to say that something could be a sin for someone and not for another? based on how they it really depends on the situation know, yeah like right. so like let's okay we can use one if this is okay uh drinking for example yeah. i don't believe the bible condemns drinking it does but it not do, it, correct right, and it but it does condemn being drunk drunkenness right, right? is that so accurate? the way i would say that is there are some people who should never take a drink yeah and but for some it's not sinful to have a drink well and for others they can do it yeah and so like that's, it's a wisdom issue. Right? Yeah. Okay. And so like, that's not where I say, okay, just because everybody, because there's a potential for drunkenness, we should never have any alcohol. That's ridiculous. That's, that's not what we're trying to do. So add, adding wisdom to know how one could stumble exactly. and knowing yourself and knowing yourself and not putting toward. yourself in those situations. Yeah. Right. So some of the strategies over the years I've done is I've prayed, I've memorized some scripture to apply in those situations. When it's bad, I'll call a friend and just ask for prayer. You change your situation. You, If you're in a spot, leave. If you are in the situation that's not safe, get out. Yeah. You know, like if you can change your situation, do it. I mean, honestly, nothing's worth it. Like sin is going to, we're going to all trip up and sin in all kinds of different ways. But if we know where we're going to be tempted, we should avoid those kinds of situations. Yeah.
Love that. I know for me personally, it was a, a Christian of about three years. It really helped to change the environments that I'm in and the people that I'm around because whether you like it or not, what you see and what you hear and who you're around affects you. Yeah. And it affects your, as much as we all like to think we're independent thinkers with a strong yeah, will. Yeah, we're not. We're, we fall into groupthink pretty we quickly. We are sheep. So I have two follow-up questions. Uh, the first one is, how do I fight sin? As in, I know you kind of touched on that a little bit with like things you've used personally, but is it something that I am personally responsible to fight or is it something that the Lord changes in me over time? Yes and yes. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so one of the mistakes Christians make is they feel like fighting sin is not something, anything they can do anything about. Mm. That's, That's one me, end of the spectrum. That is totally wrong. Like that is absolutely wrong. Like I think of a passage like Colossians says, put to death whatever is earthly in you. And then it goes on to, li to list sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness. He's got a list. So what does he say? Does he say pray about it? No, he says put to death. So mm. we must be merciless executioners yeah. of the sin that we have inside. Now, the problem is our sin comes back to life, right? You kill it and it wants to live again and you kill it and you want, wants to live yeah. again and you kill it. You have to keep killing it. Yeah. So the idea here is keep kill, putting to death these sinful impulses, right? We have to fight this our whole lives. Yeah. The other end of the spectrum is people who feel like they don't have any hope and they don't feel like the Lord is helping them at all. So mm. on the one hand, on the one hand, we must fight to kill our sin. But on the other hand, we're not alone in this fight. Yeah. We have the spirit of God within us, empowering us and strengthening us to continue to fight. So we have to do both and we yeah. have to hold this tension. And so, you know, there are some people who say, oh, I don't like talking about sin because it's condemning and it's just not something a Christian should think about. And we're victorious. Yes, we are. We're victorious through Christ. But at the same time, we all have sin, remaining sin that we must fight. It's not our identity, but it is our activity here on earth until we die. Amen. Yeah. It also just kind of makes me think of like, from an encouraging standpoint, the desire to want sin yes. to be gone in my life is a work of the Spirit. It's a work of the Spirit. In any a time, beautiful one. A wonderful work. If you want to grow and please the Lord, that is a sign God is at work in you. If you want to kill sin, even at even if you're not successful, even if you're failed, but you have a desire inside you to want to kill sin, that's the Holy Spirit mm. because that is not natural. That right. is not something before you're a Christian anybody has. Right. And so when that happens, that you can say, oh man, here's the Lord active in me. Yeah. And so maybe we fail, but man, we have the right desire. Yeah. The problem is when we don't have a desire to kill the sin. If we get there, if we make come to terms, make a peace treaty, whatever, with whatever sin we're struggling against, that is alarm bells. That should have alarm bells going off in our mind. Praise God. Yeah. So taking that a step further, my follow-up would just be, can we as fallen creatures become sinless in this lifetime? So you you, you just touched on like sanctification. Yeah. First. Um, yeah. I didn't uh, use that word. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Us desiring it. A, recon a recognizing our sin, desiring yeah. to not have it, and then fighting to get rid of it. What is sanctification? How would you describe it? <laughs> I got the Google machine real no, close. No, 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 no Google machines. <laughs> um, I would say that continued, well, I, I was going to define progressive sanctification, that, but yeah, that's so, right. that's good. so progressive sanctification is, is something that happens over time where- First of all, what does sanctification mean? 
um what's the like cleanse holiness like holiness growing in holiness yeah okay so you're growing in holiness over time um through your heart being changed and out of your heart being changed your actions begin to change by really no i I don't want to say effortless because it kind of contradicts what we said but it will as someone who's i've seen changes in my life it didn't come by my own will so to well, speak so it well, felt it's his will yeah you, so you have a partner now as you fight sin well that partner's carrying his weight is it, what i'm saying way more than his yeah. weight right so i would say tra- progressive sanctification the, the key word is transformation mm. it's a slow transformation yeah. over time to where we, we be where we resemble the likeness of jesus christ more and more right so every three to six months we should be totally we're different growing for me. Yeah. we're growing we're gro- we should yeah. always be growing right yeah now can a christian be sinless in this life no. Now, this is something that will probably gain popularity in the future. This mm. is something that was big time in the past. You mentioned it was that called before. Entire sanctification. And one of the people that presented this was a guy named John Wesley. Uh. John Wesley believed that someone could achieve. He, did, he said he didn't have it, but someone could achieve the state of sinless perfection and no way can you get there? First John militates against that. Yeah. If you say and you so, have no sin. Yeah. You're not a Christian. Yeah. And so, but if you do sin, you know, you have an advocate, yeah. right? And so, so no, a Christian will never in this life be free of sin ever. Mm-hmm. And so anyone who says they can be or have been run from that person, there are false teachers who will say that they have achieved this and you will find even that that is not true. And so if you hear somebody, this is not super popular now, but I'm sure it's going to come back. Yeah. When someone says, I have achieved a status where I do not sin anymore, that's a sin. And so you know that they're a false teacher. Do not listen Self-righteousness, to Self-righteousness, yeah. Well, it's... A lot of things. It's delusional, and it's <laughs> not knowing the Bible, and it's just wrong. And yeah. so, uh, so no. But because we always have this fight, but in this fight, we're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of... I don't want to play devil's advocate because we already hyped up the devil a little bit on this episode, but my question would just be, I have to fight it, but I'll never fully be successful. Correct. That's kind of the conundrum that I would immediately think. Well, it's def- how you define success. Yeah, exactly. I have to redefine it. Do we define it. success as like, it, not in any other area of our life do we say, well, success means I dominate the whole world. <laughs> no, yeah. success is we grow. The success so is, pro- is sanctification. It's growing. It's yeah. taking steps down the road toward a life, toward godliness and, and being like Christ. And one day we will win. We yeah. will be, we will achieve this. But not by our own effort alone. It's when mm. we die and we see Jesus and boom, we're like him. And then no more will we ever struggle with sin. It's over. That's awesome. But yeah. until then, we got to fight. Yeah. So that's all I have uh, for questions. If, if this is something that interests you, feel free to email us at production at centergilbert.com. Check out our show notes. Um, and don't forget about that poll that we mentioned earlier. Um, you, you should see a poll about who won, Johnny or the devil. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Send your questions. Thank you, guys, and uh, God bless. See you later. Don't do that. <laughs> we do can edit that do out. That. Don't, yeah, edit that out. <laughs> do not say that. Anyway. Whoops. Um, <clears throat> but. <laughs> oh, we got Rich singing. That's not a song. That's an animal noise for clarity. Well, don't anyway. go astray on me now. Send anything you want. Make front of Rich's sheep noise. Whatever you want to do. Just, just reach out. Noise.